Trust. It's the core of who we are at Trost Law. Hi, I'm Randy Trost. Since we started fighting for our clients in 1982, one of our primary goals is earning your trust. We do that by taking the time to learn about your case and walking with you until you get the resolution you deserve. We enlist our decades of experience and array of resources to validate the trust you place in us. So call us today at 777-HURT and visit TrostLaw.com to trust us with your case. At our house, fall is a busy time. School's back, running kids to practice. It's a lot to keep up with. That's why we love Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry. They're family-owned and family-focused, specializing in general and family dentistry with unique skills for restorative dentistry when, well, the unexpected happens. They took care of me as a kid. Now they're taking care of me and my kids. Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry, 2229 Mural Road, Lynchburg. As a privately owned nonprofit organization, the Forest Youth Athletic Association thrives off volunteers. Volunteering with the FYAA ensures children throughout the Forest community have a local place to participate in sports like wiffle ball, t-ball, baseball, softball, lacrosse, soccer, football, flag football, basketball, and cheer. FYAA depends on volunteers and needs your support, whether that's volunteering your time, money, resources, or a combination of your gifts. Visit forestyouth.org to learn more about how you can support FYAA. It seems like the cost of everything is on the rise, but Erie Insurance can help make sure your auto insurance premium isn't one of them. Avoid rate increases with Erie Rate Lock. Even if you have a claim, your rates won't go up until you change your car, driver, or address. Your local Erie agent is Andy Matthews Insurance Agency. Visit us at askandysagents.com. Erie Rate Lock is not available in all states. Up one and the Lancers are clapping like JF might have just... Giving away a free first down, and that's the indication as everybody is marching from the 41 to the 36 as the Lancers will work from left to right to start quarter number two. Somehow the clock says 11:22, even though uh, no plays have been run. That's a little bit peculiar, but the referee signal to get it going, so we will do that. 1-10, first down and 10, 7-7 seven to seven is the score. Two receivers over to the near side. Snap out of the shotgun and taking it. Slipping out of one tackle. Wade drags another defender back to the line of scrimmage. Ball pops out. Cavaliers indicate they've got it. Referees converge and they do. Wow. Big break because as slippery as Devontae Wade has been, he uh, coughs it up there and now gives it back well, to a JF offense that showed no signs of being stopped on their opening drive. Well, I tell you, Devontae Wade is one amazing athlete. His ability to jump side to side and slash and make people miss him is unbelievable. But that cost him on that one because he had the ball popped out of his hands right there and a big turnover, big pickup right there by the Cavaliers uh, picking that up. It looked like as Wade was coming down, the ball popped out, but – we see this at so many levels where ball security is something that is as elusive as the player themselves. Bell and the QB keeper for JF off the turnover, and he drops his shoulder and just bowls his way up to the 43-yard line, and the Cavaliers picking right back up where they left off on their opening drive of the game as they have moved the ball eight yards on their first play on this second drive. Yeah, quarterback lead, Wrigley Cowling's coming in taking out linebackers right there in the middle, opening up the hole. Uh, they have this really not been able to stop the JF run game right now. 
Snap this time. Bell pitch on the run. Williams stops 40. Tries to get out of a Lancer tackle at the 43 and does not. Datavia Stapleton came over and made the stop that time. Was joined by Jonathan Goins, the captain linebacker for Amherst. And a good stop there for no gain to bring up third and two. Well, I tell you what, that's the first time the Amherst Lancers have been able to stop the rocket sweep right there. They actually had enough guys pursuing right there. A couple of their normal guys, the safety and the corner, both were able to come off some blocks right there to help secure that corner. Nowhere to run. Two receivers, one to each side. The slot man in motion is Parker, but it's Bell on the keeper, and he bowls his way up to the 47, gets four when he needed two, and JF using some misdirection window dressing there to enable Bell to pick up a first down. Yeah, great job right there, Josiah Bell. They're running that quarterback lead off tackle right there, and, and they Amherst did a pretty good job sealing it, but he was able to find a cutback lane right there and be able to get his big frame, 6'4", 230, leaning forward for the positive yards. So Jefferson Forest, a fresh set of downs. That's what they've got at the... 47, their own handoff. Parker slips a tackle at the 45 and then up past the 50-yard line, but the indication is this is all coming back as a flag was thrown in from the side judge toward that center of the line of scrimmage in the neighborhood of a hold that sprung things open. Yeah, they're going to get them on a hold right here. That's a, Those are the type of mistakes right now. They're going to come back to hurt them right now. That's a loss of 10 yards right there on a big positive six-yard run. For Jefferson Forest, it doesn't totally throw them off. They've thrown the ball well enough when necessary, but they only did it once on the opening drive. It was effective. It got them 22 yards to bail them out of second and 16, and they might have to look at something similar at some point as it's first and 20 at the 37 after the hold. Kevlar is trying to take advantage of an Amherst County turnover to break a deadlock game that's seven apiece, 8.55 and counting down second quarter. Bell from the shotgun, drops back, looks right, now flips it over to the far side. Parker spins out of a tackle, 35, cuts back middle of the field toward the 40, stays on his feet, backs up to the 45, drags defenders past the original line of the scrimmage of the 47 to the 48. That was all athleticism, a combination of wiggle and power, and even some awareness from Cameron Parker to gain 11. Parker taking that swing route pass from Josiah Bell, and the linebacker did a good job getting out there. He was able to put a spin move on him, and then after that, it was all him slanting, running, breaking a couple tackles. Uh, great job getting back and gaining almost 11 yards on that play. Jefferson Forrest, second down and nine. It's manageable, and Bell, the keeper himself, slips a tackle at the 45, Breaks past the 50, drops his shoulder from the JF 45 where he slipped the tackle to the Amherst 45. He'll be two yards shy of the first down. Look at that elusiveness from Josiah Bell to gain seven of the nine yards needed and set up third and two. Yeah, great job right now. These last two plays really have helped get JF some momentum. They had first and 20, and they have gained 18 yards in two plays right there, putting themselves in a good manageable third and two right here as they move into the Lancers' territory. For Jefferson Forrest, the long methodical drives work, especially when you can throw as needed. Third and two, doubt they'll go to the air right now, but never say never. 
Shotgun snap to Josiah Bell right up the middle. He's got the first down, secures that ball when he sees somebody coming to him at the 43 of Amherst, and he gets three extra yards down to the Lancer 40. Yeah, quarterback lead right there following uh, Wrigley uh, Cowling right up the middle right there. They, that has been the play. Uh, see if Coach Cruz now opens things up here a little bit on first down because I know the Amherst are starting to pin their ears back and saying, hey, we're going to start trying to get more guys up here in this box, either move those safeties up. Cavaliers with two receivers. They're the blocking receivers, though, right now for JF. Marks and Hammersmith. Two people, one in motion as Williams from right to left. Stops 40, turns the corner at the 35, and he spun into the Lancer bench at about the 32-33, a couple yards away from a first down, but second and short coming up. Yeah, came right back again with – the rocket sweep right there, and that time Amherst did not do a good job coming off the block. They did not get the pursuit that they needed right there to close down the corner, and that was a solid eight-yard run on first down. That's exactly what the Cavaliers need to keep doing is put themselves in good position, short yardage for these second and third downs. Second and two to be exact. The referee spotted just a couple of feet inside of the left hash mark, closer to the Amherst bench. JF working right to left at Amherst County High School toward the parking lot, the north side of the field. Bell the snap this time. It's a give to Calkins. Stops right side. First down past the 30. Slips a tackle at the 25, and he'll drag a defender toward the 20. Calkins needs two. He gets 10 extra, a gain of 12, and another JF first down. Well, i tell you what. They're the two inside linebackers, anything outside the tackles, they are having a hard time helping because they're – Moved up on the line of scrimmage, almost like defensive linemen. And what's happening is they're getting caught up in the block and the wash. And that play, everybody just blocked down, and he was able to run outside. Nobody there turned up field. Great run. Cavaliers with two wide receivers. Johnson is the more likely target of those two for JF. He's to the right. JF will flip it across the middle. It's caught Williams, 15, slips a tackle of the 10 and follows the right hash mark down to about the six. It'll be first and goal coming up, although there is a flag. No, it's not a flag. It's actually the uh, the towel of Tyrese Callaway, the interior offensive lineman for JF. Well, Coach Cruz is doing exactly what I talked to him about. Uh, you know, play action, opening up the offense a little bit right there. What a great job. Play action. Tight uh, wing dump, if you want to call it that. Wide open. Nobody's picking him up. Linebackers walks coming up on the play action. Wide open. Great job to get him in the red zone. And now for Jefferson Forrest, it's Bell out of the shotgun. He'll keep it off the left side from the five. Drops his shoulder. And when he sees the impact church end zone, he finds the impact church end zone for a six-yard touchdown run. Second of the night from Josiah Bell to make it 13-0 JF. Again, quarterback lead right there. Everybody blocking, almost untouched for seven yards. Really, it wasn't almost to the goal line before Amherst was able to get some bodies on him. But at that point, when he is running north to south and he lowers his shoulders, there are not many people that have been able to stop him without him falling forward for another two yards. 63-yard drive results in a trip to the impact church end zone after the Devontae Wade fumble for Amherst. High snap, extra point is on the way, and it's inside the right upright to make it 14-0 Jefferson Forest over Amherst County, 531 to go first half. This is Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football presented by TrojLaw.com. 
Did you know East Coast Wings and Grill has a rewards program? For every dollar you spend, you collect a point, and when you reach 100 points, you get $5 to your rewards account. Sign up at eastcoastwings.com and click on Taste the Rewards. It's free to register, and you'll use your phone number when you visit the restaurant to add points to your rewards account. You also get $10 during your birthday month and surprise offers throughout the year. Start earning rewards today. East Coast Wings and Grill, 19399 Forest Road in Lynchburg. As a privately owned nonprofit organization, the Forest Youth Athletic Association thrives off volunteers. Volunteering with the FYAA ensures children throughout the Forest community have a local place to participate in sports like wiffle ball, t-ball, baseball, softball, lacrosse, soccer, football, flag football, basketball, and cheer. FYAA depends on volunteers and needs your support, whether that's volunteering your time, money, resources, or a combination of your gifts. Visit forestyouth.org to learn more about how you can support FYAA. Welcome back to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, presented by the Zone. They lead at Amherst 14 0. 531 to go first half, and Sechi's kick from right to left will bounce it about the 20, fumbled it about the 10, picked up at the 6 for Amherst. Wade tries to stop, turn the corner, slips out of a couple tackles at the 10, but there it's going to be about it. He gets up to about the 14 yard line. He actually is not tackled because three Cavaliers converged and kind of hit him from different angles, stood him up, and the referees just say enough of that forward progress means Amherst begins at their own 15. Yeah, right there. Great job. Great great job by the kickoff team getting down there and being able to corral him up because he has the ability to, to take it deep and take it fast to the other end zone, and they did a great job putting the brakes on him before he could really get started. Jefferson Forest, they have drives of 92 and 63 yards. We've seen they can march down the field when called upon. For Amherst, it's a different story. They've had drives start at their own 38, and, of course, the opening drive after the 93-yard kick return started it with two yards away. So this is a lot harder, and it's going to get even more difficult as the inside give goes nowhere, a loss of about two to three as the handoff to Nikhil Fleshman, the running back, and he couldn't bounce it out wide. He's brought down at the 12. i tell you what, Slade Kazee was right there. He came off of his block on that offensive tackle with being able to separate quickly and wrap up right there for a huge three-yard loss. Great job by Slade Kazee on that front line. So Amherst now, they'll huddle up. Clock under 440 to go here in the first half. Working out of the shotgun is Devontae Wade. He takes a bit of a high snap and hands it off and stood up again. A loss of another yard as Fleshman goes backwards once more. This time it's a loss of one. It's going to be third down and 14 coming up for the Lancers as this is an unprecedented spot for them in the first half. They've only had two drives. That's how much JF's at ball control offense but they have yet to face a true third and long like they will coming up. Well, I tell you what, they're, they're, Amherst is sitting in a stacked eye, and they're running, they're running an option-type offense, and just trying to read that, faking the handoff and right of the pull or give is taking way too much time. Wade, shotgun snap, fakes a run to the right, goes left. He's a lefty, and he fires it into the ground. It's caught at about the 17, but when the 25 is the necessary destination, it's nowhere close to a first down. If you're JF, you don't really argue with that as Isaiah Davis made the grab, but it'll be fourth and long coming up for the Lancers, and whistles come from multiple referees as a timeout is called by JF. Possibly a creative timeout to give themselves more time. Punt coming up from Amherst, 
341 left in the first half. JF, a chance to build on a 14-7 lead on JF Cavalier Football, presented by TroisLaw.com. Got a crack problem? You know the symptoms. Poor reaction time. Can't see straight. Endless financial mess. Apple Auto Glass knows cracks in your windshield lead to serious problems for you and everyone on the roads. So bring your car to Apple Auto Glass as soon as you see the crack. Apple Auto Glass is still locally owned on Allegheny Avenue in Lynchburg, so you'll speak with Harold, not Mystery Man from an 800 number. They'll handle insurance claims too. Apple Auto Glass, your local shop ensuring fast solutions to your windshield crack problems. Welcome back to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, presented by Trost Law. Amherst and the Cavaliers wisely used one of their three timeouts, so they're down to just two, but they save 25 to 40 seconds, depending on when that play clock would have been set, and therefore, they'll have more time to get the ball back somewhere around midfield. Snap, it's perfect. There's no pressure in the right-footed kick from Stone Lake, will bounce and eventually be picked up by Williams at the 35. Spins out of a tackle going backwards. Now goes back to the far side toward the 40 and will run into the JF bench and onto the track as he stops about lane two, lane three of the rubbery surface. And it'll be first and 10 JF at their own 40-yard line. 3.28 to go first half. 14-7, Jefferson Forest leading Amherst. Cavaliers, two timeouts left. Lancers with all three. Well, I tell you, Coach Cruz has a lot of options right here now. He's knows that he can pass the football. He's had some good play action. Uh, we know that Josiah Bell can throw the football. He's a great short to intermediate passer in the pass game. Three and a half minutes. We'll see what they need to do here to get downfield and get in the end zone. The Cavaliers can get about 35 yards. They'll at least get into field goal range. Pitch left side, stopping, turning the corner, and stepped out of bounds at the 44. Little bit of a late hit, but nothing is thrown and Damian Williams never fell down he gains four on that run for a rather quiet at the beginning but noisy at the end second down and six coming up I'll tell you what that was four yards but the good part of it was he got out out of bounds and stopped the clock right there so that allows them to huddle up right here and really figure out what this play is that coach Cruz wants to send in right here on second and six for Jefferson Forest, we'll see what they dial up. You would think it's a run. They've got two blocking wide receivers lined up. Shotgun snap coming. Parker in motion. He'll get the handoff from left up the middle of the field and past the 50 down to about the 49, maybe the 48. Should at least be enough to move the chains for a first down and stop the clock with 3.13 remaining in the first half. And Jefferson Forest trying to increase a 14-7 lead here at Amherst. Yeah, and that's, that stopped the clock briefly Well, they got the sticks moved right now. And that game clock is counting down again. JF is not in any type of true rush right now. They got three minutes left to go 50 yards here to score. One receiver to the right, one to the left. Josiah Bell to work out of the shotgun. He'll take the snap, drop back. Looks to his right, now flush to his left, floats it down the middle of the field looking for Blake, catches it in traffic at the 15, and will sprint down the left sideline and into the impact church end zone for the JF touchdown. Wow, great job right there. Raquan Blake going up with the corner. Corner actually had position in front, but somehow Blake was able to get over the top of him and snag that in and pull that in for the quick touchdown. Little did they know how fast it was going to take them to get this ball down the field 60 yards on that big pass and catch 
by the Cavaliers. Great play, too, by Josiah Bell. He was flushed, had to go against the grain of his body, and trusted the big six-foot-two wide receiver to get the touchdown catch, and the extra point is good as well. 21-7, JF extends their advantage at Amherst County High School with 2.42 to go in the first half on Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, presented by TrochLaw.com. Coach Kennedy here, and I'm here to introduce you to the fastest growing church in Forest, Virginia, Impact Church. If you want to find out how to be on the winning team for eternity, Impact Church is a place for you. Here is more now from Pastor Brad. Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Brad from Impact Church in Forest, and I want to extend a special invitation to you and your family to join us each Sunday at 10 a.m. at our new location in the Jefferson Forest High School Auditorium. We are a church that stands on and preaches all of God's word unashamedly because we believe and know that God changes lives through his word. Impact has a heart for evangelism, a mission to make disciples who follow Christ, and we are active in our community. The spirit of the Lord is moving. God is doing an amazing work through Impact Church, and we would love for you and your family and friends to come be a part of it as we make an impact for Christ. We look forward to meeting you this Sunday at 10 a.m., at Jefferson Forest High School. Welcome back to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, presented by Trost Law. And Sechi's got it teed up at the X at the 40-yard line. It's a bouncing kick. It'll take a roll, actually, between the legs of Omar McPherson back to the two. Picks up to the five, over to the right side, 15, 20. He's grabbed by the ankles and brought down at about the 22. Damian Williams, a phenomenal open field tackle just to grab and hold on to the ankle of Omar McPherson. And the return of 20-yard lines is solid, but the Lancers, once again, much deeper in their own territory, now trailing Jefferson Forest 21-7. Yeah, not a bad little return right there, especially after he wasn't able to field it cleanly and get it, be able to make the first guy miss him. They were trying to cut over here to the Amherst sideline and a great ankle tackle right there, bringing him down to the ground at the 22. So Amherst will go back to work. They have all three timeouts at their disposal, and we'll see what they end up drawing for Devon Wade, Devontae Wade, who's been really dynamic when he can get some space, although JF limiting him on the last couple of drives. Confusion is some Amherst players trying to get their towels back over to the sideline. And the referees now set the ball so that it can be snapped. 2.35 left first half. First and 10 in Amherst at their own 22. Snap from just inside the left hat, right ash mark. Pitch far side McPherson. Drops his shoulder 25 up to about the 28. Good gain. Gains about six. But the play stays in bounds and the clock keeps moving. Yeah, a little different play right there. It was uh, really just a quick pitch to the outside. No lead blocker. Everybody was spread out right there. And it was a good little six-yard run to start that first down. Amherst waiting to get the signal from the sideline. And, of course, this clock is moving to the two-minute mark. And a reminder, life doesn't give you a two-minute warning, which is why a term life insurance policy from the Andy Matthews Insurance Agency is worth your consideration. Just off Business 29 in Madison Heights and on 221 or on Timberlake Road, excuse me, in Lynchburg. Wade, snap, pitch to McPherson. Stops 25, season opening at the 30 that closes up quick enough. And he's brought down at the 33. There's a loose ball. Cavaliers pleading their case, but the referee signaled, I would say accurately at that, that McPherson was down before that ball popped out. And so 
it will be close to the first down marker. McPherson is down, but as far as the Cavaliers, who wanted that fumble called. I don't believe that was a fumble from our vantage point, and we had a pretty good one up here in our booth. Yeah, he called him. He called him down on the ground immediately. Uh, even though the ball had come loose, it was from hitting hitting the ground right there. But they came right back and run that same quick pitch play, but they ran it over here to the right side towards the Amherst sideline right there. And surprising that they haven't opened up and and let Wade just throw the ball around, maybe see what they can do in their two minute offense. Omar McPherson. Maybe cramping. He's being helped to the sideline, trying to walk out his right leg and get that back as he's now starting to kick it in kind of an awkward motion. He is a big weapon, though. The second option for Amherst behind Devontae Wade. And if you're JF, maybe you key in on Wade a little bit more as McPherson's efforts were, at least for Amherst's sake, rewarded with a first down and 10 at their own 33. 139 to go first half. They trail visiting Jefferson Forest 21-7. Wade claps and gets the snap from the shotgun, rolls to his left. That is the side where he would throw it. Seems to have a man open, but it's incomplete. The closest to the ball actually was Bryce Wood of JF, who was in coverage down the sideline with Jay-Z on hurt, and it's incomplete, and it'll be second and 10 for Amherst, 126 left first half. Well, again, Wade doing sprint out right there, and because he's a left-handed quarterback, they have him sprinting to his left, which is the way you want a quarterback to sprint out to is the way he uh, he's going to be able to step, uh, set and step into it and not have to throw back against his body. And that time he just aired it out and over top of everybody. So Devontae Wade trying to organize this offense. It's not as much of a rush with the clock stagnant at 126 to go in the first half. Wade gets the snap, rolls to his left. That's his throwing side, and he unleashes, and it's picked off. 35-yard, 45-yard line by Parker. Spins out of a tackle, 35. Far sideline, 30. Sprints down the 15. Tripped up inside the 10, and he's brought down at the 6. Wow, another great turnover for the Cavaliers. Picking that off right a little after about midfield. Made a couple people miss, got up the sideline. Great job putting the Cavaliers in position to get another score before halftime. That, Who would have thought? Yeah, it's just a pass play where it looked like Devontae Wade never saw Cameron Parker lurking back from that free safety spot in coverage. Parker read the play as Wade, a lefty, was scrambling to his left and was looking to throw that way. And Cameron Parker just undercut the route at the 45-yard line and then takes the interception with some nifty athletic moves for a return of 39 yards down to the six, and the Cavaliers are on the verge of busting this thing open before halftime. Yeah, and again, the turnovers have really come back to bite the Lancers right here, giving the Cavaliers opportunity right now at this six-yard line. First it was a fumble, now we have the interception and the great return by Parker to set up the Cavaliers with a minute 12 right before halftime. What a, what a gift right there to help the Cavaliers as they get ready to go to halftime here after this little series. There is an injured Lancer still being tended to over on the far sideline, so we will take a timeout and assess who that is and what the situation is when we return. 21-7, to Jefferson Forest trying to grow their advantage they're six yards away from doing that with a buck 12 to go here in the first half from Amherst County High School on this edition of Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football presented by TrostLaw.com. It seems like the cost of everything is on the rise, but Erie Insurance can help make sure your auto insurance premium isn't one of them. 
Avoid rate increases with Erie Rate Lock. Even if you have a claim, your rates won't go up until you change your car, driver, or address. Your local Erie agent is Andy Matthews Insurance Agency. Visit us at askandysagents.com. Erie Rate Lock is not available in all states. Other conditions and limitations at erieinsurance.com. Go to erieinsurance.com for company licensure and product details. The Lynchburg Regional Airport is going strong. For many years now, Lynchburg's low fares have been among the most competitive in the area. And our conveniently scheduled flights offer easy connections on American Airlines through Charlotte to over 170 nonstop destinations worldwide. So check the great round-trip airfares currently being offered by visiting flylyh.com today and click book now. Prices are subject to change without notice and certain restrictions apply. Advanced purchase is required and availability is limited. Flying is so much easier. Check Lynchburg first. For many personal injury victims, the accident is just the start of the physical and emotional hardship. That's why Trost Law will advocate for you to get you the resolution you deserve. Hi, I'm Randy Trost. As one of Virginia's leading personal injury law firms, we are well-resourced and have decades of experience to guide you throughout the legal process. We'll work to get you the compensation and outcome you and your family deserve. So call us at 777-HURT and visit TrostLaw.com for an advocate that'll be there for you. Welcome back to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, presented by Trost Law. At our house, fall is a busy time. School's back, running kids to practice. It's a lot to keep up with. That's why we love Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry. They're family-owned and family-focused, specializing in general and family dentistry with unique skills for restorative dentistry when, well, the unexpected happens. They took care of me as a kid. Now they're taking care of me and my kids. Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry, 2229 Mural Road, Lynchburg. It seems like the cost of everything is on the rise, but Erie Insurance can help make sure your auto insurance premium isn't one of them. Avoid rate increases with Erie Rate Lock. Even if you have a claim, your rates won't go up until you change your car, driver, or address. Your local Erie agent is Andy Matthews Insurance Agency. Visit us at askandysagents.com. Erie Rate Lock is not available in all states. Other conditions and limitations at erieinsurance.com. Go to erieinsurance.com for company licensure and product details. It's natural to wonder why you should consult a legal advocate after a serious auto accident. The reason is personal injury cases are complex. Line, he huh. just fell forward into the end zone. The fourth touchdown of the night for the Cavaliers. Third touchdown in the last four and a half minutes of action for the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers is the extra point right down the middle. And it's 28-7 JF. They've been in control the entire way with their offense. But now they're in the lead and comfortably at that. 28-7 Jefferson Forest with the lead over Amherst as they turn the turnover, the interception from Cameron Parker and his 39-yard return down to the six. One play later into a touchdown. And really, Coach, you know there are two things that have stood out for Amherst. One is the fact that they've committed a couple of turnovers and the JF Cavaliers have turned those into touchdowns. The other is Amherst had a great opening kick that got them down to the JF2, and they punched it in from a yard out. And they've moved the ball decently at times, but at no point have they shown they can slow down this JF rushing attack. And that's been the key thing for JF in stabilizing the game initially and now asserting control over the back half of quarter number two. Yeah, and again, other than the big opening kickoff right now, you know, 
Amherst has not shown a lot of life, a few offensive first downs, a couple decent little run plays, and a quarterback who now has not been able to throw the football uh, but can do damage with his legs, but his throwing right now has hurt him on this last set. Sechi's going to tee it up once more for the black pant white jersey, black numerals with red trim, and the black helmet with the red face mask, white JF with the red outline, Jefferson Forest Cavaliers. Lancers, they're in the maroon pants, maroon helmets, maroon jerseys with solid white numerals, and the kick is on the ground. McPherson bobbles it at the 10, picks it up. Near side 15, looks for a blocker at the 20, gets it, but only up to about the 27. He's brought down between the near side numbers and the near sideline. And with 55 seconds to go in the first half, the Lancers will go back to work in that awkward spot of needing to get points before halftime because JF will also get the ball to start the third quarter. But being far away and having an offense that has kind of hit the skids of late. Yeah, and again, the kickoff team has done a better job after giving off the big opening run down to the two. They've done a better job staying in their lanes, being able to get around the football, keeping the Amherst speed and return guys from breaking anything else deep in a run. So for Amherst, it's a four-receiver set. Three of them to the wide left side and a quick swing pass over to the far side. McPherson skies for it at the 35, but it took him a while to pull that in. It was a higher pass and allowed the Cavaliers' defense to converge. Bryce Wood was in there on the stop. Luke Calkins also there, second down and 11 on the loss of one. Well, they had trips to the left right there and really just nothing more than a little bubble screen right there and two blockers, one guy catching, but the ball was all the way across the field and it was a high floater. By the time he caught the football, the defenders were able to come off the block and be able to make that tackle for a minimal loss. Might be the final play of the first half as Wade takes the snap, drops back, tries to step up. He's flushed, rushes, tries to hurdle a man at the 34, does, and into the JF bench at the 40-yard line, and he's pushed out of bounds there with nine seconds to go before halftime. Um, when Wade gets a chance in the open field, he's got elusive athleticism, and he showed it off right there. i tell you what, he did. Hey, he let everybody kind of get downfield, and then I think he knew he was going to run with it as soon as he took the snap because he kind of floated back and let everybody get deep in their routes, and then he just took off right there, tried to hurl the defender, which was enough to slow him down to get some more help to finally come over there and wrestle him out of bounds close to midfield. For Amherst, it's Jeremiah Dunning, the sophomore offensive lineman who's banged up and is being helped to the sideline. There are a couple things to keep in mind if you're wondering whether this is an injury to create a stoppage of time with nine seconds to go for Amherst before halftime. One of them is... The Lancers have three timeouts, and with nine seconds to go before halftime, it's doubtful they'll use all three, so if they had to burn one, they could. The other one is, even if that were a possibility, Devontae Wade went out of bounds on that run, so the clock was going to be stopped anyway. So just in case that thought entered someone's head, we wanted to be certain about that. Now, Amherst, they will spend one of their timeouts to decide what they do want to draw up from what might be one of the final plays of the first half, We'll find out what they elect to do when we return. 28-7, JF leading Amherst, late first half on JF Cavalier Football, presented by TrostLaw.com. 
At our house, fall is a busy time. School's back, running kids to practice. It's a lot to keep up with. That's why we love Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry. They're family-owned and family-focused, specializing in general and family dentistry with unique skills for restorative dentistry when, well, the unexpected happens. They took care of me as a kid. Now they're taking care of me and my kids. Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry, 2229 Mural Road, Lynchburg. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on Virginia's talk station, WIQO Forest, 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Pass Football. Colt McPherson at the JF 40-yard line. He's brought down with two seconds to go before halftime. What a job there by Devontae Wade, who rolled out, went to his right. That's against the grain of his body as a lefty, and he found Wade, or excuse me, he found Omar McPherson, and Amherst will call a timeout. Their second one with two seconds to go before halftime, and at least a chance to try to get into the impact church end zone and cut into a 28-7 to deficit here in the late first half. Well, I tell you, they're sitting at the 38-yard line. They got 2.1 seconds left, so this is basically going to be some type of Hail Mary throw. But, yeah, great job right there. Wade actually rolling out to his right, kind of adjusted his body and threw across his body deep enough to catch uh, to make a throw and a catch right there by the Amherst Lancers. And the Lancers, who have a really good kicker of their own, they're going to line up for a 55-yard field goal attempt. If you're wondering whether Stone Lake has the leg for it, he's hit from 47 himself this year and is 5-for-5 five five on the season. So a timeout taken. JF, they've got a couple left, and it looks like they'll line up to possibly stop this. It's a rarity, Coach. JF has not had to use Cam McClendon, their kicker, but he's six of eight this year with a long of 45 and, of course, the memorable one at Rustburg from 43 yards out that bounced off the crossbar and really started a JF surge. Amherst, they've got a kicker who also has his leg. It's rare you find one in a high school football game, maybe even in a season's worth of broadcasting games. Yeah, we've got two of them here this evening. Well, I tell you what, we're going to find out. Jonathan Stone Lake, senior kicker, six foot, 195. So he's a big kid right here. We'll see if he's got enough leg. This would be a high school 55 yard field goal right here. See if he has the ability to get it there. For what it's worth, Wade is the holder. He's the quarterback and the elusive player. JF lining up to block it. Stone Lake's kick is up. May have gotten partially deflected, and it's fielded inside the end zone, but. Unable to return it for a touchback is Cameron Parker. He wanted to return that, and that kick came fluttering down. Uh, I almost wonder, Coach, whether somebody got a hand on it because it looked like it had a good enough arc coming, and it started to descend a little bit sooner than expected. Granted, this is a 55-yard kick, and usually when you attempt it from that distance, you do have to aim a little bit lower so it's more blockable, but... That one looked like it may have been partially tipped, and even still, it made it to the impact church end zone. Well, I tell you, it, it was 45. It would have been good from 45. Uh, 55, it, it came up probably about 10 yards short uh, from making that. And I, I couldn't tell if it got tipped or not. Um, 
But anyway, it was a great effort, though. It was. It was a really good effort from Stone Lake and Amherst trying to get some momentum going before halftime. Alas, we've reached the break. JF still comfortably ahead of Amherst, 28-7. to When we return, Coach Kennedy and I will look back on how the first half unfolded. Then we'll let Ty Tracy give you a rundown of scores and a look ahead to the second half. All of that's still to come. We're at halftime, 28-7. Jefferson Forest leads Amherst on Jefferson Forest Cavalier.